Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with an authority blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about the one, the ones, the kind of blog that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Samuel, the authority blogger from learningwithleslie.com. And I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, I am going to be talking about, get this, I'm going to be talking about how to build an authority blog that works without you. (laughs) That's not something I normally talk about, but it's something that I'm going through right now. I am building up my interactive biology site and I'm trying to structure it. Not I'm trying to structure it. I'm structuring it in a way that it works without me. The things get done that need to get done and the website gets built stronger, more authoritative over time. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Actually, I have a lot to talk about today. Uh, Yes, I'm going to talk about how to build an authority blog that works without you. But before I do that, I'm going to make an announcement. And this announcement is um, kind of exciting to me. Hopefully, it's kind of exciting to you. Uh, It doesn't have to do... Well, no, it has... You know what? I'll just make the announcement when I make it. Um, Then I have a call from Glenn Steenson from stewardshipweekly.com. This call, this feedback, this information that he shared well first of all the feedback he gives is the most violent feedback i've gotten since starting this show (laughs) so it's gonna be um kind of interesting but he also has something to share that i think we can all learn from um in this world of authority blogging in this world of internet marketing blogging and all that jazz um he has some good stuff to share um so I just wanted to kind of tease that. So now, you know, I have the most violent feedback that I've ever gotten. And um, yeah. So the announcement, what is this announcement that I'm going to make? This announcement, I'm going to make this announcement and you guys are going to think that I'm crazy. And that's all right. I don't mind if you think that I'm crazy. As long as you still continue to listen to the podcast, it's all good with me. Anyhow, this is the announcement. Evidently, (laughs) I don't have enough to do. So I am actually putting something new on my plate. Yes, yes, yes. I am going crazy. The thing that I encourage you not to do, not to put too much on your on your plate when you're starting a blog, that is exactly what I'm doing. I'm putting more on my already full plate. And this is the thing that I'm doing. I am starting. Oh, man, I should have gotten like an applause sound for this. I didn't fully think this through. That would have been awesome. Anyhow, I am starting a brand new podcast. (laughs) Yes, yes, I am starting a brand new podcast. I actually recorded my first episode already, and I will not tell you what it 
where it is, how it is, and all that junk as yet, because I am not releasing it as yet. I'm actually, I'm actually building it in a way where I can have a few episodes done before I launch it, because I know how busy I get, and I want to have a few ready to go from day one, because I plan for this to be huge, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. You guys, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know I'm a Christian, and you know that that's something that I feel strongly about. I personally feel like a lot of the problems that we deal with today is because we're we're, we're all looking for something, and I believe that that something is God. Don't worry, I'm not going to preach to you in this whole episode or anything of that sort. It's all good. Um, but I, I've been feeling an urge. I've been feeling led to start something that's not about, you know, making money online. It's not about blogging. It's not about how to do all these different things that I do online. But it's a place that people can go and get encouragement. It's a place that people can go and get the real deal about Christianity, not the rules, not all the rules. This is what you can't do. This is what you can't do. You know, that's what we hear a lot when we when we think about Christianity and, and church and all that stuff. And I want to I wanna look at it from a different perspective. And I have a... a I have so many ideas. I'm going to be collaborating with a number of people, a number of friends, and just getting together and talking about issues that people face. And I'm going to be releasing a a new episode every week. It's going to be on Friday. A new episode is going to be released every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And if you're interested in any of that kind of stuff, I want to invite you to to wait. (laughs) To wait a little while, and um, once I launch that, I'm going to let you guys know. You can go over there and check it out. And if you're into that stuff, great. If you're not into that stuff, still check it out. See what it's about, um, because I believe that there's going to be encouragement there for anyone that's just traveling along in this journey called life. So I'm, I'm excited about it. It's what I'm going to be doing on the weekends um, while I'm not working on my blog um, and on the other stuff that I'm doing, I'm going to start working on this new podcast. It's my new side project, and it's going to be awesome. My initial goal for it, and this is going to sound crazy, my initial goal for that podcast is to reach 100,000 people. My secondary goal is to reach 1 million people, and I'm not exaggerating. I know it's going to happen, and I'm excited to see how it's all going to come together. So, just stay tuned for some in- information on that. All right, let's go to the most violent feedback I've ever gotten. This is from Glenn Steenson from stewardshipweekly.com. And uh, take it away, Glenn. Hello, Leslie. Hey, it's Glenn. Uh, hey, episode 68, where you tell your life story. Okay, you used your tuition money for stock market investments? <laughs> Your parents should have alternated back and forth, beating you silly. (laughs) Oh, lessons learned. Um, Now, I'm actually calling in regards to your episode 60, and that's the one where you said get on Google Plus or die. And so I thought, get on Google Plus. I'm not even on Facebook yet. So I called in, asked you the question, you know, if I only got the time and energy to focus on one of them, which should it be? And you responded, Facebook. So, over the past few weeks, I have jumped uh, into Facebook. First, I set up a personal profile and started reaching out and connecting with friends and family through there. And also, then, I have set up a 
fan page for uh, the Stewardship Weekly podcast. And I've got a custom header on there and done the timeline with the episodes of the show and, and when the podcast was uh, accepted into each of the different directories. And so I'm getting some likes on there and uh, on my personal page, uh, having some conversations back and forth through the wall post. But I have found that my best way of reaching out to people is doing a little chat box down in the bottom. Um, I'll see who's on there and look and go, hey, you know, haven't talked to them in quite a while, so I'll start a little chat with them. And just a sincere back and forth, hey, how you doing, you know, what's new in your life type of thing, haven't talked to you in quite a while, have a nice little typing session back and forth, and then, you know, inevitably it comes around, they say, hey, what are you up to? Well, then I, you know, I tell them about the podcast, because that's what I'm working on, and I'm surprised at how many people say, oh, I, you know, I'd heard about that, but I didn't know it was you, or I haven't heard about that you know, period, and sounds interesting, I'll check it out. So I'm finding just having chat with friends in the little dialogue box is far more effective than just broadcasting it out through the fan page. So just wanted to drop you a line about that and just say thanks for all your support, and uh, yeah, we'll see how things progress going forward. But I know that you and, and many others say that the best way to build your audience is through uh, building rapport with them, good communication. And so that's what I'm trying to do, one-on-one. So everybody I hook up with, try and have a conversation. So just thought I'd let you know. Hey, keep up the great work. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Okay, it wasn't necessarily very violent or anything, but... You know, in the beginning, it was a little violent, but funny. <laughs> it really did make my day. It made me laugh very loudly. Um, but hey, Glenn, thank you so much for calling that in. I'm, and I'm glad to hear about the success that you're having uh, with Facebook. And I hope everyone that was listening picked up on something. The key is in being personal and it's being in being real and and building that rapport and and communicating with your audience it's it's that one-on-one that that's something he said there it's that one-on-one thing so he's using the chat box to dialogue with people i don't know how much more real it can get than that when it comes to doing something online you are communicating with people one by one and that might not sound like you know it's very scalable but that's one more person that you have a contact with that knows what you, what you're about that's one more person that uh, that that you're somewhat in a relationship with and that is what i recommend for everyone to do care about those individuals because the more you care and the more you're able to show that and and connect with real people as a real person the better it's going to be for your authority blog for your podcast for your business for anything of that sort uh so glenn thank you so much for sharing what's working for you um, i'm hoping someone's listening to that and they're going to go out and try the same thing and see the same types of um results that you're seeing and i wish Wish you all the best with everything you're doing. So thanks for calling that in. All right, let's get to the, the gist of today's episode. How to build an authority blog that works for you. No, works without you. And this is something that I'm in the process of doing right now because I am actually doing so much. And as you heard, I just added something new to it because I'm insane. Um, but I'm doing so much um, with uh, learning with Leslie, with becomeablogger.com and all the different things that are going on um, with me right now online. 
My interactive biology site is thriving, but I have not been adding any content to it. I have not been doing anything. It's been growing. I'm getting about 30,000 unique visitors every month, and that is great, but I'm not actively doing anything to grow this site. And when I say not actively doing anything, I am not doing anything right now. I haven't made a video in months. I haven't posted anything to the site in months. I'm just not doing anything. So what I decided to do is that I wanted to I wanted the site to grow. I wanted more content to be added. I wanted things to continue happening at the site so that the site can continue not just to thrive, but to get bigger, to help more people, to, to, to accomplish more awesome things online. And, and in thinking about doing this, I thought back to a friend of mine, Mitch from um, sportschatplace.com. I interviewed him on here twice, and he's been doing some awesome things when it comes to blogging, when it comes to um, growing a, a, a massive online place, a community. I'm going to call it a community because it's not a blog. It's not just a blog. It's not just a website. It's a community of thousands and thousands of people that come to his site every single month. And he's been able to build a massive, massive. And when I say massive, I know the numbers, but I'm not going to tell you because, you know, I don't have the permission to tell you that. But he has a massive business. And one of the things that really stood out to me is the fact that he has a bunch of writers on his site and he's publishing a ton of content. And that is really what his main strategy has been for building the website, getting traffic. And it has been extremely, extremely successful. So I wanted to know, not I wanted to know, but I wanted to start doing stuff like that, getting my own writer. So where I could have hundreds of thousands of people checking out my websites on a, on, on a, on a monthly basis and um, doing a lot of the things that he's doing right now. So I decided to do that. And I want to, actually, this is a process that I'm just starting now. Um, I've been building the, the systems and all those things um, so that I can do it. And I have um, the first guest post is being published tomorrow. And I have guest posts already scheduled for the rest of the week and even into next week because we've been able to get a number of people come on enthusiastic about writing to the blog and sharing their knowledge with the world. Now, I want to talk a little bit about why you would want to do something like this. Why, why is this significant? Why am I doing it? And why should you consider doing it if you're trying to build something that is bigger than you? Reason number one, it's less work for you to do because your blog can function without you. Less work for you to do because your, your, your blog can function without you. Now, of course, in the beginning, it's going to take more work because you have to get the systems in place. Uh, you need to set up the um, uh, 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 the strategies, the, the 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 guidelines, and all those types of things, and you need to kind of collaborate and coordinate stuff in the beginning. But as you build, you can build it to where you're not doing any of the work, or you're doing a minimal amount of the work, and that's always a good thing. 
Number two is it helps build a community. It helps you to build a community around your blog because when others are involved and they feel involved, they feel as if they're part of something significant and they want to help it succeed. So you're building a community by involving more people more people that are going to get enthusiastic, hopefully, hope, hopefully enthusiastic about what you're doing and want to help to build that community. Number three is you get other people involved in promoting the blog. If I'm writing on your blog, if I'm a guest, uh, a, a columnist on your blog, I want to do whatever I can do to get people to see my column. I want to do whatever I can do so that people can see the blog post that I have written on this very well-established blog. And I might not have a, 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 a huge audience, but I may have a huge audience. And that's always a good thing. So it helps um, because you're getting other people involved in promoting your blog. Number four, it gives you more content. And content is king. If you're listening to this podcast, I hope you know that by now. Content is king. The more content you have out there, the more entry points you have into your website. And if that content is great content, you are helping to build. I mean, you are building something that can have a significant impact on the world and that can make you a significant amount of money if you're doing this for money. And point number five, it makes your blog much easier to sell. <laughs> <laughs> and that is something that's significant. I know of blogs that have sold for millions of dollars. And I'll let you in on a little bit of a secret. This is not something I've ever admitted on this podcast or anywhere online. But one of my goals is eventually to build this the, the interactive biology website up to a point where I can sell it. And I have a specific price tag in mind. I want to sell it for at least $10 million. I know it sounds crazy, but I believe that if you build, not I believe, I know that if you build an asset that is, that is, is, is making a significant amount of money online, um, and especially if you can build it so to where it doesn't need you to function, it's easier to get it to sell, and you can sell it for a significant amount of money. Now, that's not something that I plan on doing anytime soon, but I do see myself um, doing that at some point. So point number one, it's less work for you because your blog is functioning without you. Number two, it helps you to build a community. Other people are feeling involved, and they feel as if they're a part of something significant. Number three, you get other people to promote the blog for you. Number four, it gives you more content, and content is king. And number five, it makes it much easier to sell if it doesn't need you to run. So those are the benefits of doing this. This is why you, may, you, you might consider doing something like this. Now, I want to talk about what, what some of the things you need to take into consideration before starting this process of looking to get people to write for your blog. Now, the first thing that is very significant um, that a lot of people don't think about, especially if you're trying to build something in this way where eventually you have multiple people writing for your blog or even making videos for your blog, um, contributing content to your blog. 
you want to make sure that you choose a domain name that facilitates growth. Now, when I started my interactive biology website, the name of the site was Interactive Biology, but it was at leslie-samuel.com. Now, that's great if you know I'm building this blog uh, you know, to build my personal brand. But if I'm trying to build something that's bigger than me, something that's bigger than Leslie Samuel, um, then you want to make sure that the domain name that you choose facilitates that. So when you go to lesliesamuel.com, you expect to get information from Leslie Samuel. But when you go to interactivebiology.com or interactive-biology.com, you're expecting to get information about biology. And whether that, that information is coming from Leslie or if it's coming from Richard or Paul or Susan or, or Jackie, whoever it is, as long as the content is good quality content, you are happy with the content. You are happy with the website. You are happy with the blog. So if you are thinking that eventually I may want to sell this blog or eventually I want to build this to something that's bigger than just me, it's a good idea to choose a name that, that facilitates growth, that makes sense um, to have multiple writers on. Then the next thing, and this is a key, you want to make sure um, this whole process won't work unless you have a good rapport with your audience and unless you are building an authority site, an authority blog if you're just building a blog and it has content and the content is crappy content and, you know, the content is, you know, it, it's not authoritative content, why would anyone care to write for that blog? You want to build something that is an authority blog. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know that's not a, a new thing for you because th that's what this podcast is all about, building an authority blog. Um, so you want to make sure you're doing that because then the people that are potential writers for your site, they feel as if they are a part of something huge. And that's exactly what you want them to feel. Um, and, and, and that's how you're going to get people interested in writing for you. Um, it was not hard for me to get people to write for my interactive biology site. I, I actually had people apply. And then we were very selective in choosing the people because we wanted to make sure that the content that they're producing is in alignment with the type of content that we want for this interactive biology authority blog. Now, uh, the second key is you want to be building a community around your blog to where the people in your community care about what's happening with your blog. And that is very significant. You want them to feel involved. You want your audience, not just the people that are potential writers, but the people that are coming to your site on a regular basis, or even the new people that just came to your site. You want them to feel as a you want, you want them to feel a part of a community. Now, how have I done that? I've been this is something that I've been actively doing from the beginning of my site. I remember when I started my site and I wanted to get a logo designed. I went to 99designs and I, and I got a logo design. Um, but 
as a part of that process, at 99designs.com, you get a bunch of people to submit a bunch of designs. And then what I did is I involved my blog readers, my audience, my community. I involved them in choosing the logo. I involved them on deciding, okay, this one looks better than this, in ranking the logos, in giving me their opinion, and they made the final decision. And that was significant because they felt as if they are a part of what's going on because they are a part of what is going on. Another thing that I've done is I've asked for feedback by conducting surveys every so often on the types of content they want to get, on, on, on certain decisions I, I was making for my site. Um, and they were involved in that process. So they feel as if, once again, they're part of a community. I'll give you a specific example of how I did this. And this is going to sound strange, but I remember when I, I started thinking about putting ads on my site and using AdSense. And I'm not a big, I was never a big fan of AdSense. Today, I love AdSense <laughs> because right now it's making me, you know, between $30 and $50 a day, um, which is very exciting to see. But before I made the decision to even put ads on my videos or on my website, I, I went to my Facebook group, I mean, my Facebook page, and I posted a question. How would you guys feel about me putting ads on the site? And I, I was just real with them. I told them, actually, before I asked the question, I said, interactive biology is growing tremendously, and we need more money to add more features to build this community and make it better. How would you feel about me putting ads? And the response was overwhelmingly, please put ads. If that's going to help you um, to provide more information, um, to, to, to build even more quality stuff, put ads. We don't mind seeing them. We want to see them because we know that we're supporting you. Do you see the significance of that? That is very, very significant. And, and they were involved in that process. I didn't just one day decide, I'm going to throw up ads. I don't care what anyone says. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. But I knew that there was a bigger goal. I wanted them to be involved and feel as if they were a part of the community. Another thing that I, I do regularly is communicate with them on Facebook so that they know that I care. It's not just someone that's building a website to make money. It's someone that cares about their success. And by doing that, they feel more invested in the site. All right, so those are some things to take into consideration before going through this process, before really thinking about bringing on writers and so on. This, at least this is the way that I did it, and hopefully you can find some, some things in that that you can apply. Um, whether you're trying to you know, get other writers or not, I think these are all things that can help you. Okay, so now we're starting the process. How do we actually go about doing this? The first thing you want to do well, first, let me recap on what I said from the, the last point. Number one, you want to choose a name that facilitates growth. Number two, it won't work unless you're, you have a good rapport with your audience and are building an authority site. And then you want to build a community on your si uh, around your site. Those are the three keys. Now, let's talk about the process. How do you go about doing this? The first thing I wanted to do um, was write out clear guidelines because I wanted them to understand exactly what I'm looking for. So in those clear guidelines, this is what I did. I, I spoke about what kind of content I'm looking for. I spoke about what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. I spoke about how you want the post to be formatted 
and you know if they should use images and, and if so where to get those images from and I give instructions and all of that and actually I had my assistant come up with the guidelines and we'll talk a little bit more about my assistant because she's a very big part of this process even more so than I am um, so those are some things that you really want to do. Um, you want to write out clear guidelines so that your authors, so that your, your potential writers can know exactly what you're looking for. Then you want to write out clear instructions. In other words, how do you want them to submit the, the articles? Are they going to send it to you via email? Are you going to set them up with a WordPress account and they'll submit them directly there? How do you want that process to be handled? I'm going to tell you how I do it because I think this is the best way to do it, especially if you're going to have people writing regularly on your site. What I did is I had my assistant go through and set up accounts for all of the writers. Uh, first, they applied, and I'll talk about the application process. But I had her go through and set up accounts for all of my writers and set them up as contributors in WordPress. And what that does is when they go to submit an article, they, they go through the regular process of logging into the dashboard, they add the article, and then instead of clicking on publish, um, that button says submit for review. And when they submit for review, then we can go through and check the articles, format it if it needs any formatting changes, do any editing that it might need to have that might need to happen, and then schedule it for whenever it is we want it to be published. So that's how I've done it. Now I spoke about writing out guidelines and writing out these instructions, but as usual, I want to share this stuff with you because I I I I know it takes time to come up with these things. So what I've done is I've created a link for you to check out the guidelines that I've written, um, the instructions that I've written, and the 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 stuff that I've sent. Um, to my, my my potential, well, to my writers now. Um, and you can get that by going to learningwithlesley.com slash, uh, what did I set it up as? <laughs> Writer, yeah, writer's manuals. Writer's manuals. Learningwithlesley.com slash writer's manuals. Sorry, I had a brain fart there um, for <laughs> a quick second. Um, but I have a few articles in there that I've written, a few manuals that I've written. Um, the first one is the guidelines. The second is how to get started. Um, and then I have one on how to submit the articles. And I'm, I'll be putting more there over time. So depending on when you check this out, they'll have more. It, it may have more articles, more manuals there um, for you to check out. And that's how I've done it. The important thing is there that you want them to understand what you're looking for and you want to minimize all those little mistakes that you may have gotten or huge mistakes that you may have gotten if you weren't clear from the beginning on what you are expecting. All right, so that's in terms of writing up instructions and guidelines and all that jazz. Now, there's a plugin that I, I just installed that I'm going to be using um, that's called EditFlow. And what it is, it's a simple plugin that allows you to set up an editorial calendar um, so that there's a calendar in your WordPress admin area and you can determine when people are going to be publishing articles. You can drag articles to be published on, on different days. There's all kinds of features for managing a multi-author blog. I, I have not started using it to the fullest capacity as yet, but I can tell that it's awesome 
just from the little bit that I've seen, and we're going to be implementing it in what we're doing. All right, so that's the plugin that I am using. The next part, I think this is significant um, because a lot of this we tend to leave up to chance, um, and this has to do with people sharing your content. Once you've published an article, and this is a process that we're going to do, once you publish the article, then you can let them know the article has been published. But then you can also give them specific instructions and say, um, I would encourage you to share this on, on Facebook, on Twitter, or on any other social networks or with anyone else that you think would find this valuable so that they can see the content that you are publishing on interactive biology. And this is something that if you're managing a multi-author uh, blog, don't neglect to do this. You want to encourage them and make it easy for them to share. You want to give them clear instructions as to how to share it so that they don't have to think about it. And it's not just, you know, a lot of people will just get an article published and just think, great, I have an article published, but not even think about sharing it on Facebook, not even think about tweeting it um, when that could bring some traffic. So I would encourage you if you're doing this to make sure to encourage them to share it. Another point, and this is not something that everyone is going to be able to do, um, but it is something that I'm able to do at this point. And if you can, I would encourage you to do this. Um, if you can, pay your writers um, because they're contributing value. They're saving you time. They're saving you energy. And they're giving you something that's helping you to build your business. And I think that that's something that deserves to be compensated. I, I, I value people's time, and I think that you should do the same. So if you have people writing for you and you're able to pay them, pay them. I am paying $10 for every article, um, and you know that's 20 articles a month. So I'm spending $200 a month as of right now um, getting articles published to my site. Uh, but I know that that's going to help to build my site that's going to pay for that $200 easily and, and then some. Uh, so if you can, definitely, definitely pay your writers. Next point. Well, first, I, I spoke about writing out clear guidelines, writing out clear instructions. Um, I told you about how I set them up as contributors in WordPress, encourage them to... Um, Oh, well, th this is another point that I'm going to bring up. But um, th then I spoke about the plugin that I use, EditFlow, encourage sharing once the content is posted, and also encourage them to participate in discussion. What do I mean by that? When someone posts an article to my site, it's very likely that we're going to get some comments. And I'm, I'm encouraging the writers that if someone leaves a comment, come back and reply to that comment because that's all about building the community, letting people know that you guys are there and you, it, these are real people. It's not just bots that are posting things automatically or anything of that sort. Um, so encourage them to participate in the discussion. Then the next thing is very important. Treat each and every one of them as valuable parts of your team. You want them to love you. You want them to love what you're doing. You want them to be your strongest supporters. So anything you can do to encourage them, to let them know that they are valued, do it. It's going to pay off in the long run. And lastly, lastly, 
refine the process. Like I said, this is the first week that I'm doing this, and I'm just sharing you, sharing with you the things that I've done so far and what I plan on doing. But as I go along, I know we're going to learn. My assistant is going to learn. I'm going to learn, and we're going to refine this process and make it better and better and more seamless. And that is exactly what you want to do. Whether it has to do with building an authority blog, um, a multi-author blog, or just anything that you're doing online, start by taking action and then work on refining the process. Now, what do I expect to happen as a result of what I'm doing? Five things I'm expecting. Number one, I'm expecting more traffic. Why? Because there's more great content. And the more content you have out there, the more entry points into your site, the more traffic. Number two, I expect there to be increased engagement. Because as of right now, I haven't posted anything to my site since, uh, let's see to be specific, I haven't posted anything to my site since February 27th, and today is February, I mean, April 18th as I'm writing this right now, as I'm recording this. Um, so I expect now that I'm going to be having content uh, just about every weekday, there's going to be increased engagement. Number three, there's going to be more value to my subscribers, more value to my website visitors. And number four, as a result of there being more value, I expect there to be more income. Uh, because if you provide more value, if you're providing value and making money, provide more value. And most likely, you will make more money. <laughs> and number five, I expect there to be more awesomeness. What does that mean? I don't even know. But it's so awesome that I just expect it. <laughs> So those are some of the things that I'm doing right now um, to build this authority blog into a multi-author blog. Now, I also want to talk a little bit about my assistant because a lot of the stuff and the part that helps it to work without me is that I have a great assistant that's that's been working with me since um, early last year. And she knows my blog just as good as I know my blog, I think, <laughs> or if not better in some ways, because she's the one that's been putting the content there for me. And she's going to be the one managing them. And that actually puts another layer so that I can focus on some other things. And that helps significantly. And if that's something that you can do in building your multi-author blog, definitely do it. I'm still involved in the process right now to, you know, in the beginning to give that support and to, to, to make sure that things are going in the direction that I want them to go. But eventually she will be doing mo much more of that stuff and um, the blog will be functioning without me. So yeah, those are some things that I'm using. I'm just going to start the music. And I hope that's of some value to you. I mean, really, whether you're building a multi-author blog or just your own authority blog, I think most of these principles, if not all of these principles still apply. So I hope you got tons of value from that. Want to let you know, as usual, this program is bought, brought to you by becomeablogger.com, a project that I've worked on with Yarrow, Starak, and Gideon Shalwick. A lot of people are signing up and people are finding a lot of value with it. You can go there and get 10 free videos showing you exactly how to set up your blog how to get the domain name, how to do the research, how to install WordPress, how to make it look good, and all that jazz. And, of course, you can check out the premium program there, too. Um, so that's really all I have for this episode. This is Leslie Samuel, the Internet Marketing Teacher from LearningWithLeslie.com. If you're finding value in this podcast, head on over to iTunes. Go to Leslie on iTunes.com. I made it really easy for you there. <laughs> and let me know what you think. 
um, leave some feedback over there that'll help get even more exposure to the podcast. So yeah, you have any questions, comments, feedback, feedback, any of that jazz? Uh, you know what to do, call the hotline, leave a comment and all that jazz. Until next time, take care and God bless.